Yep. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the San Francisco San Francisco Film Commission meeting uh, today, Monday, February 13th, 2 o'clock. A few announcements before we get started. As authorized by California Government Code Section 54953E and the Mayor's 45th Supplement to her February 25th, 2020 Emergency Proclamation, this meeting will be held remotely without providing a physical location. Members of the San Francisco Film Commission will participate in vote by video. Members of the public may observe the meeting and provide public comment online. This precaution is taken pursuant to the various local, state, and federal orders, declarations, and directives. Commission members will attend the meeting through video conference and participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they were physically present. Public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via teleconference through the link posted on the agenda by clicking on the participant button in the menu bar on the bottom of the video call screen and clicking on the hand icon in the lower right corner of the participants panel to be put in the queue. You can also make public comment through a phone call by calling 415-655-0001. Again, 415-655-0001, access code 24 eight seven seven one six one seven three nine again two four eight seven seven one six one seven three nine then pound and then pound again when connected you will hear the meeting discussions but you will be muted and in listening mode only when your item of interest comes up dial star three to be added to the speaker line best practices are to call from a quiet location speak clearly and slowly and turn down your television or radio Thank you so much. Okay, um, I'm Billy Wong and calling to order the February 13th, 2023 San Francisco Film Commission meeting. Welcome everyone, commissioners, guests online. Welcome Commissioner Franco Finn to your very first official meeting. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we'll have more time to acknowledge you and there's more room for commissioner announcements later. Welcome also to our guests, Executive Director of OEWD, Kate Sofis, who's here. And joining us again is Chief Financial Officer of OEWD, Merrick Pasquale, who will also continue to support managing with the budget presentation today for that agenda item. Thanks so much and welcome everyone. Before we do the official roll call, we will also now do the Ramaytush Alumni Land Acknowledgement. The San Francisco Film Commission and the Film SF staff acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramaytush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramaytush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place as well as for all peoples who reside in their ter traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramaytush Ohlone community, and by affirming their sovereign rights as first peoples. Zephania, would you do the honors of the roll call, please? Yes. 
is what that happened to. Thank you, Billy. Uh, Commissioner Beaumont? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Chang? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Delorio? Commissioner Rubin, can you unmute yourself? I think I see it here. Thank you. Commissioner Song? Present. Thank you. Uh, Vice President Steiker? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Tyler? Here. Thank you. President Yes, thank you so much, Stefania. Thank you. Uh, thank you. As we move forward, the commissioners would like to um, take a moment. So commissioners, please take a moment and look on your screen or look at your notes for our commission meeting agreements. No action is required, but as we read through this, let's be mindful of these agreements and how we are entering this space. Um, so take a look at these agreements and as you're reading through Give me a thumbs up or you could use your WebEx app to show me that you have read them and that you will keep this in mind as we enter into the agenda items for this meeting. Thank you for the thumbs up. I see that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I see some nods. Thank you. Thank you for the thumbs up. Appreciate that. Okay. Um, Zafania, would you move on to item number two, please? Thank you. Uh, item two is. We need public comment first. <clears throat> on, on this. On the first item, right? No. Okay. Doing that. It's absorbed into roll call. Yes. Copy. So thank you, Ish. No, no public comment is needed on item one. Thank you. We're going to move to item two. Thank you. Item two is uh, the budget review. Uh, with Executive Director Manajee Fata and Chief Financial Officer of OEWD Merrick Hospital. The fiscal year 23-24, fiscal year 24-25 proposed budget. Yes, and let me just preview um, as we enter this discussion and action item as an agenda. If you all recall at the last uh, commission meeting in January, um, Manajee and Merrick were able to introduce the budget overview process this is important today. It's the first of three processes going through the department phase, the mayor phase, and then the board supervisor phase. Um, we are hoping to have further discussion. So we're gonna be seeing some more details. We'll have a discussion around the budget. We will open that up for commissioner uh, comment. And then ultimately, and of course, public comment. And then we will ultimately bring this to a vote to approve this budget during this commission meeting as an action item. So just wanna give you that preview and overview. Manije and Merrick, thank you again for all your work behind the scenes. I'll pass the baton to you. Great, thank you, President Wong. And um, Ishmael, if you can um, show the slides. So Merrick, I'm gonna um, walk through our budget and then you know, we'll um, have time for questions. And so just to give you, again, this is the slide we talked about at our last meeting, just give you a sort of a big picture of OEWD's budget. 
obviously, you know, Film Commission and Film SF fall under Office of Economic and Workforce Development. And uh, this sort of gives you a big picture of the budget <clears throat> within OEWD. So uh, the proposed budget for the next two fiscal years um, that we have is, um, is this. So I want to kind of go through um, each of these pieces. Um, so charge for services, what that means, that's our projections of our film permit revenue. So uh, the increase that we're looking at for 20 for the next two fiscal years will be the fact that we're advocating for permit fee changes. So we will be proposing that in the next um, in this budget cycle is increasing our, our permit fees and thus will increase revenue to our office. As you will see, it's much needed. And again, as I've stated in the past, our our permit fees have never changed since our office um was created. So I think this is a perfect opportunity and time to increase that revenue for our office. Uh, and the other line item, the 400,000, again, that's the revenue that, or that's the funds that we get for grants from the offset allocation there. So that brings, uh, again, our sources up to 675 for this year, uh, for, for next fiscal year, and then 24 fiscal year up to 700,000. And those are, again, that, um, permit fee revenue, those are the projections that we see. Uh, so the uses, um, and sort of, again, this is our breakdown of what uh, our expenditures are. So the salaries um, and fringe benefits, this is what we see in the next two fiscal years. And the change there is predominantly the reclassification of a couple positions so that they're more appropriately classified to reflect the proposed changes in job duties. So for example, the uh, 1823 will be classified to a deputy director position uh, to help really oversee and oversee the operations um, in our office. And that gives you an example of what you'll see the change in ne the next two fiscal years. The city grant program, that is our film space grant program. So it was really important, um, although you'll see there had to be changes in other areas, I wanted to ensure that, that we kept that intact and that we, there wasn't gonna be any reduction into the film space grant. Um, and then material, the next two ones, materials and supplies and non-personnel services. Uh, there, for the non-personnel, personnel service, there had to be a, a, a significant a reduction in that. And that includes just you have a sense of what those those costs or those charges would be is printing, copying machine, um, our sponsorships, air travel, um, non-air travel, um, advertising, other subscriptions. So it is significantly lower. And I'll speak to that in a minute. Um, and then services to other departments. So what that is is a fees that we pay for our city attorney that's predominantly what that that category is for and then programmatic projects that's really our carry forward so we have to we in order to sort of have a balanced budget we're taking from our carry forward so it's money that we've been able to save for year to year and allocate that to have a balanced budget so again we're going to take about fifty thousand for our, uh, fiscal year 23 and then fiscal year 24, 50,000. So it's really imperative in the years to come that we can actually have this part of our permanent budget because this won't be 
as uh, this won't be sustainable to sort of take carry forward. And I, I really feel that we'll be able to um, have again with our increased permit fee revenue, looking at other revenue sources that we can get that we'll be able to secure that in, in years to come so that we're not having to use our carry forward. Um, and then, yeah, thank you, Ish. So the mm -hmm. next is our rebate program. So as you know, we also get 600,000 for our rate seen in San Francisco rebate program. And this comes from the general fund. So we have asked the past couple years for 600 and for the next two years, 600,000. We, that we may be able to increase that up to 800,000. We need to spend down on the balance that we have right now. And so for the next couple of years, we're um, asking up to 600,000. And the film space program. So we added this new section. And so what this is, is rents um, that, we, that we will pay. Um, and it was kind of really a pass through. So what it is, is for example, right now we're working with uh, a production that is leasing um, a city owned, um, and not a city owned facility because if the city doesn't have a stage, then the city can lease a building suitable for a production to use. And so this is a line item that we will um, take from our rebate program and pay rent on a facility that will then get paid back to us by the production. And this will thus be a rebated expense because they're paying the city. So we become, we sublease the um, stage space and then uh, the production will sub sublease it from the city. And that's kind of, again, just kind of we're a pass through for that. Um, and Merrick, did you wanna add anything um, I, to that as well? Uh, no, I think just pretty much to piggyback on, on what was discussed in the prior meeting is just reiterating the fact that this is the first of, of three phases in the budget. Um, so what, you know, the action being taken now will obviously be subject to changes during the mayor phase, uh, which would happen after our department submission, as well as the board phase. Um, so just to kind of dig a little deeper into those phases with the mayor phase, uh, once the departments do submit uh, during the mayor phase, pretty much any department's budget can can go up or down, depending on, um, you know, decisions that the mayor uh, may want to reflect in department budgets. For the board phase, that is typically, um, at least the changes made there are typically reductions. And the reason for that is the mayor is obligated to uh, propose a balanced budget. So once it goes into the board phase, um, then at that point, uh, what gets focused on is how much can the board reduce to ultimately reallocate for their own policy priorities. So just to kind of um, kind of at its basic function, let's say they ultimately in the aggregate decide to cut $1 million in total from departments, then what the board will do will ultimately choose how to reallocate uh, that 1 million that they had agreed on reductions for departments and reallocate that for their budget priority. So um, yeah, I think ultimately the takeaway that I really wanted to kind of leave here is that, uh, you know, the budget will actually still be kind of subject to potential changes uh, in the subsequent phases of the budget. So. 
And I also wanted to close that, you know, there is again an enhancement phase that we will be looking at. Um, opportunities to increase our budget. So, you know, expect and align them with the mayor's priorities, which are a lot about economic recovery for the city and it, our office, as you all know, is well positioned to support that and production is well positioned to support. Um, the mayor's goals. So there will be opportunities again, while I see our marketing budget has significantly, you know, <clears throat> gotten smaller. I think there is an opportunity with the enhancement phase for us to um, ask for additional resources to support that. So, I think that's it for the moment um, again, let's I'd love to hear commissioner comments and, and questions. And then I know that there's public here that would. We'll want to ask questions as well. Yes, thank you so much, Claudine. I see a commissioner Cheng. I see your hand. Um, so, what we will do normally, since this is a discussion and an action item, um, we will start with a discussion, and I will ask for a commissioner comment and open it up to public comment. Then, the action item, I will be asking for a motion. And somebody to second, there will be more room for commissioner comment as well as public comment for the action item as well. So, just to be clear, there are 2 places, um, but we'll do the second around uh, the motion and the vote. And I'm also doing this since Franco, this is your 1st time and there's a lot of process to go through. So, um, this is also um, the commission's 1st time to be approving the budget at this detailed level. So. Um, just want to honor that this is a new process for all of us. Okay, so let's open this up for commissioner comment to begin with um, around a discussion. Uh, commissioner Chang, want to honor your hand up first, and then for those interested, please raise your WebEx hand or your hand. And Zafania, you can call the next uh, commissioners. Commissioner, Chang. thank you, thank you. Um, um, money. So uh, in the uses, the salaries. I have two questions. One is. Uh, the salaries, the increase in salaries, uh, I know that we have plans to uh, have need to um, expand uh, the, the office uh, and uh, the services. And I'm just curious, how is that less than $100,000 of an increase? What would that do? I mean, does that give us an, one additional staff uh, even? Is that sub adequate? And then um, I did I, you said you were going to expand elaborate on the non-personnel services in the reduction, and I'm not sure if I actually missed it. Maybe I missed it, but if you can elaborate on that uh, reduction, that'll be great. Yes, so this, um, this salary category is for four staff currently mm -hmm. right now. So yeah. it will, it's for four people, um, and, and any additional staff will have to come from another source. So the increase will just reflect the annual increase in everyone's um, salary. It is um, an increase of reclassification of two positions. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. it does so not allow us for for what we talked about in the past of possibility for um, expanding the office. That it does not include not, that. Big, it, okay. not because it's the high <clears throat> the cost is is more than we have in our budget. Right. Yes, yes, so yes. Right. In order to increase staff, we have to um, elsewhere and we have some ideas around that again, also in the mayor enhancement phase of trying to, if we are trying to increase filming, for example, in the downtown and additional things that we want to do as far as marketing, 
we're going to mm -hmm. need staff resources for that. So that's what we're going to be looking at of how to increase our capacity in our office, which we'll have to, um, and, and that would be the, the time to ask. Okay. All right. So the, um, the non-personnel services are again, examples of what we spend in that category are travel, um, subscriptions, um, advertising, sponsorship. So again, in order to make our budget balance, because, you know, this is where we had to, this was our only way to cut. So we had to cut that, that category. Because again, I didn't want to cut the, our film space rebate program, or excuse me, our film space grant. Um, I, I, that that's in a really important. Um, service that we do and how we, um, fund, you know, uh, nonprofit organizations that provide low cost space to filmmakers. So, and in a way, again, what I see us being able to, um, with the mayor enhancement phase, get some money back for that marketing and for that travel and the things that we can do to promote San Francisco as a filming destination. And that's what I'm hoping that we will do in the mayor in the, in the next phase of our budget process. Um, so, and regardless, I think in the past, in previous meetings, we have to, we talked about, we really have to look into options to how we augment resources for for ads, for branding, and for advertisements, and because we are Absolutely. basically promoting San Francisco as a destination for business, for tourism, not just for filming, right? So yes. I think that means that we, yeah. So would that be would those all be um, would those points be brought up during the enhancement phase? Absolutely, they have to be, right? I, I mean. Again, in order to make this a balanced budget, this is what had to happen, but okay, there's an opportunity okay. for more that we need to ask. And those are exactly the pieces that we need to include. And what do you think that will amount to about a ballpark? Or we are not there yet, so we don't know. Yeah, I, I have some, I mean, it's definitely. Yeah, I can tell you at that bar park, it's definitely more than this and what we've had in the past. I mean, I think there were times when we had $100,000 in our marketing budget. There was times when we had 50,000. So as you see through the years, because our revenue has stayed the same, we've had to decrease. So we've, it's not been able to grow that marketing budget and I'd like to see it grow rather than shrink. And again, mm -hmm. just to, and we had to do this as an exercise because we had to make some changes, okay. you know, but absolutely it, it, it needs to be larger um, and it needs to be back to where it wasn't even more that there's more opportunities for us to go to film festivals, to market San Francisco for the meetings and uh, that we need to have and, and the traveling that will need to result. And then also the sponsorships of festivals so that we can go and speak about our rebate program and attract productions to San Francisco. Uh, so when when that phase come and that enhancement phase come, we will have some conversation about that again at that time. Right. I will talk to commissioners when. Okay. Okay. I will talk to commissioners. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. No, thank you. Um, let's see. I see our vice president Steiker was next. Um. <clears throat> This is somewhat challenging to say, so I want to be mindful of how I say it, because on one hand, I want to be and I am very respectful of Mani, the work that you and Pascal and that um, 
uh, Brother Merrick and Kate are doing, and certainly of the priorities that have been set. But uh, so I want I find myself wanting to express frustration without sounding frustrated, if that makes sense. Um, so the the coming from background in marketing, there are any number of different ways to look at it. But if I if I break it down by where my frustration lies, there are sort of two ways of marketing. One is passive, as if as in I'm waiting for the phones to ring. I'm hoping that the phones will ring. Um, I am, you know, blessed with the the luxury of being in a destination like San Francisco. So I have some level of expectation based on history that the phones might ring, but it's a very, very passive way of going about it. And the other way, obviously, the flip side of that is active, where we are actually going after business. We're having studio meetings. We're attending conferences or sponsoring things like we did at Sundance. We are doing some advertising, et cetera. So to me, and this is where it's sort of hard to, to express frustration without sounding frustrated. To me, it's a very short-sighted way to achieve the mayor's goals. Um, that it achieves them, quote unquote, but without solving the real problems underneath. Because the real problems underneath are, how are we bringing business back to San Francisco? And if we're, we're relegated to just being passive about that, then we are not solving the underlying problem. We're achieving the goal of cutting the budget, but we're not solving the problem. And so it's very frustrating to me as a marketer to see that we are not taking advantage of some of those things that frankly, aren't ridiculously expensive. We're not talking about a $7 million San Francisco travel campaign that the mayor is funding. We're talking about, you know, incremental increases in where we are now that ultimately achieve a much greater return on investment than, than what we are putting into it. But I just wanted to express that because that enhancement phase, as far as I'm concerned, can't come soon enough. And it feels like we really need the support of the city money to be able to accomplish the things that we want to do that actually solve real problems rather than achieve short-term goals. That's it. Agreed, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I saw Commissioner Beaumont, but I also saw um, Director Sophus raise her hand and not sure if she wanted to respond or if that was if I may, I did want to offer uh, Commissioner Steiker a brief response, um, if that's allowable, <laughs> without yes. breaking commission protocol. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, you know, I, I simply wanted to say, number one, um, it, it is really important that we look at the, the entirety of the process, and I 100% appreciate and agree that uh, we are in a moment in time across the city, but particularly in our economic development departments of which I consider film to be one of those that we must compete. We must work harder to put San Francisco out there. We must um, work harder than ever to secure people's uh, investment um, in doing things here, including making films and bringing TV shows and all the other wonderful things that I know this commission is so focused on. Um, we have all been, all of us departments directed in this very first phase to take, uh, to find um, these, what I will call on paper cuts. 
And, and so it's a 5%. We're doing it across every division at OEWD. We're doing it with our Office of Small Business, which is also a commission that sits under OEWD as you do. And, and Moni just presented this first past here. Um, I think it is um, of the places where she was tasked and we were tasked to cut, um, what we didn't want to touch was, was people. Um, you know, I say that first, marketing, marketing cuts hurt, people cuts are far worse. And so we wanted to keep our people whole and actually support um, this commission's vision to, to add capacity on, on the people side over time. And one reason that I feel more um, okay for now about this sort of optical cut going into the mayor phase is I already know that film is being given a privileged spot as part of a, a very elevated package of economic recovery enhancement requests going to the mayor. And uh, film is not off on the side. It's actually packaged in there with other critical programs. Um, everything from uh, key downtown recovery work to uh, safety ambassadors. So what I want to, while I am not the mayor, what I do want to give this body some assurance that uh, film is not off on the side. It is being viewed as critical to us as uh, supporting emerging industries, as putting arts and culture into our economic core to, to bring more people. Um, in some ways, it's easier for me, Commissioner, to be able to tie the, honestly, the bigger enhancement requests for film to this cut. They sort of go together as opposed to trying to backfill an apples and orange cut, you know, per, a personnel reduction or not hiring versus marketing. So I, I will uh, just stop there and offer a little bit of reassurance and just um, mirror that we are absolutely lockstep in, in our view at OEWD that we, of all the things we have to invest in right now, it's marketing and business attraction. Thanks, Kate. I appreciate that very Thanks. much. Uh, thank you, Director Sofus and uh, Commissioner Beaumont. Thank you. Great, thank you. Um, yeah, first off, I would just like to say that uh, uh, I do support keeping the city grant program, right? I think it's pretty important that we, uh, you know, it's one of the most important things we do is supporting our independent storytellers. So I agree with you in keeping that in there. Um, and then I just, maybe just a little clarification. So charges for services at the, at the top of that is, uh, that is for permit, an estimate of permit fees that we're collecting. Yes. <laughs> and then the expenditure recovery, that would be the increase to those permit fees, what we're looking at. So, we're looking at increasing it to 400,000. No, that um, expenditure recovery is uh, basically that line item means the, the um, oh my goodness, I'm forgetting grants for the arts. Sorry, I just couldn't think of the name. grants for the arts funding that we get from them. So that's basically our two sources of, of funding, right? Is permit fees and the grant for the arts, which brings our total to 675 and then 700,000 the next year. All right, all right, I got you. And so there, there's really not an increase in uh, 
permit fees at this time? It is reflected. It will be reflected um, in next year. That's what we're proposing when we go to the board is um, what our permit fees. And so that is reflective because 225 is this year. But again, our permit numbers, the numbers of productions we're working with is still not, it's increasing, but it's not quite at pre-pandemic levels. So, you know, as we go, then hopefully the revenue will increase even more. These are still some conservative estimates because the numbers of productions aren't, you know, we're not seeing, you know, 1600 shoot days like we were pre-pandemic, right? And so these are still, numbers are rising and so that's what the that's what the revenue looks like even with the increased permit fee for next year this is what we project our revenue to look like all right thank you and then just on the salaries does that reflect the uh cola wage increases over the years in those increases yes and that's why mm -hmm, it increases it's um yes okay thank you Okay, thank you so much for those questions and thank you, um, Kate, for chiming in. Um, definitely getting the clarity fresh is, is helpful. Um, any other commissioner comments? I do have some, but I want to make space for other commissioners to make a comment before I jump in. I don't see other commissioner comments. Okay, thank you. Um, also, some questions for clarification. Um, thank you, Manije and Merrick, again, for presenting this. Um, so the question about the staffing, it is for four positions. Um, to be clear, two are being reclassified to positions that are more, um, that, that represent what people are actually doing. So that's an important reclassification. I do want to make sure that to the extent it represents four staff, are the other two classifications sufficient? Or are we also like balancing um, moving two people forward, but still not at the right category? So are all four positions at the right reclassification since we're trying to center people? Yes. Okay. Um, so then the question about the income side, um, to the extent we're budgeting an increase both in the permitting fees as well as the number of permits that we're hoping to accomplish, does the staffing as it is currently in this budget represent enough hands and human resources to actually make the income possible, the income increase possible? No, because it'll reflect. So what we're going to ask an enhancement will have to be also increased in staff capacity so that we can um, execute the projects that we want to do. Okay, thank you. And I do want to make that statement as a note and also a reference point. And Kate, I know how supportive you are of film and OEWD. Obviously, we are a subset, um, but just to say, to the extent we pass this budget, because it is a budget that is balanced as this first stage and understanding we had to make some cuts in marketing, um, but we are trying to center our people. I also just want to note that the enhancements phase is absolutely critical because we are also making promises and in income increases that would require additional support and labor that we're hoping to achieve 
through enhancements. Understandably, even with only three people in this office, as you know, this office has traditionally been at four pre-lockdown. Um, it feels like this budget is trying to get us back to four people. Um, and of course, together, as we are all increasing this economic recovery drive, we're hoping more business comes in and therefore more permitting in addition to increased costs. We can't increase costs that much, but hopefully there is more action, right? There's more um, business that's coming to play. Um, so I just do wanna note that we don't want to burn out this group. Um, obviously bringing um, wonderful team members like Zephania Ish and Manuje to, to our film office is important. Um, but it will be critical for us to meet this budget to also be able to bring in extra resources. So um, looking forward to those conversations and also just want to name that, right? That we are also aiming high on income and hoping that, um, and, and really counting on this group, um, bringing in a fourth person in addition, counting on this group to, the, to do the extra labor and also hoping that the enhancements come in. So I do want to point that out. Um, as that's a little bit, if the enhancements don't come in, we don't have, even though the numbers are balanced here, um, there is a disconnect then in expectation on income and labor. Last note on income, I did mention this in the prior meeting, but since um, everybody here is in the house and just we have a fuller commission group, um, I don't know if there's room, not for today, but to the extent grants for the arts is a fixed allocation and number, um, it seems important that as all the numbers rise to the extent economic recovery um, is really helpful to bring hotel business of which, of course, film industry business does that, um, tourism, all those things. It does feel like re-looking at the way the allocation of $400,000 would be something beneficial to look at that to the extent um, things, you know, profits increase that the allocation to the film uh, office, which helps to make that increase happens, uh, is also recognized in this department. So uh, just wanna put a pin in that, understanding that's beyond this budget balancing and uh, approval phase, but I think an important uh, analysis that should be done because to the extent the film industry and our process directly benefits grants for the arts in those ways, it seems that getting some income uh, addition or a different way to look at that allocation would be um, favorable uh, and also represent the labor again that is being put in by this department. That's the end of my uh, comments on this just now. So I just want to honor if there are any other commissioner comments. And of course, we'll open up for public comment after that. Commissioner Tyler, I see your hand. I'll call on you. Thank you. I just have one um, question. Maybe Kate can answer it. I'm, I'm unclear. If the mayor is requiring that all departments have a, you know, cut their budgets by 5%, how, how does that uh, play into the enhancement phase? I, I can answer that. So the, the overall cut um, is focusing on general fund, first of all. So um, there are departments, and, and you're actually a department as well that gets funding from outside of the general fund. So um, if you are a department, a department with a lot of federal funding, or uh, as my workforce department has federal funding, the cut may be less than 5%. But overall, 
um, the way generally that um, our departments, all of us are able to grow our budgets over time is either by finding new sources of funding from outside of the general fund, which I think a great example is slightly raising your permit fees. Also, in your case, your grants for the arts funding is outside of the general fund. So I really appreciated um, that we have brought up for discussion today the thought that you might come up with a, a different way of proposing back to grants for the arts, a way to calculate your annual allocation that's calculated based on something and that isn't fixed the way it has been. I think that's an excellent idea. Where enhancements come in, even in a year when our budget is balanced, we need a basically permission um, from the mayor and then ultimately ratified by the board to add to our budgets absent other kinds of funding being identified. So even if we weren't in a in a moment in time when we're expecting a $700 million shortfall to the general fund citywide, we would still every year be going um, through the mayor enhancement phase to ask for additional personnel, for example, or uh, funding for something new, uh, such as our COVID response hubs, which is something that we stood up during the pandemic. So the enhancement phase itself always exists, and it's, it is sort of the key next step whenever you want to add capacity. But in, in a case where we are all uh, looking at reductions of general fund, it becomes even more important that we sort of, when we propose things at that enhancement phase as much as possible, it ties to the mayor's budget priorities. This year, her stated priorities are economic recovery with an extra focus on the economic core in downtown, uh, mental health, homelessness, housing, public safety. So clearly the tie to her budget priorities is economic recovery. And I think it's a powerful tie, um, which again is why I think it's quite appropriate that we look to uh, make, a, make an argument that this is a really important piece of a multi-piece puzzle to, to help move the city forward. Um, the, I, I guess one Thank other you. comment, you are an independent commission. You have relationships with this mayor. So even though you are part of our department in terms of budget and our administration, um, you have every uh, empowerment to um, to meet with the mayor and, and put forth, uh, you will have your enhancement bundled with us and I'm gonna commit to fighting for it. Um, and you can also advocate of your own accords as independent commissioners for that same enhancement. Um, Thanks, Kate. I leave you with that thought. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and and perhaps after, um, I know Merrick, you described um, the different phases before, and we could have a reminder of like when the enhancement phase is. So that it's also top of radar for the commissioners. Do you want to take a moment and just remind us of that? Since Kate just brought that up, it seems it would be good for us to remember when that is. Thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so the enhancements that uh, executive director's office is referring to happens during the mayor phase. So just the dates in terms of the three phases of the budget, uh, our department uh, phase and proposal will be due on February 21st. Uh, so upon submission, uh, that will then trigger the next phase of the budget will be, which will be the mayor phase. Uh, and the mayor phase will occur up until the end of May 31st. 
uh, or end of May. So um, once the end of once you get to the end of May, the mayor will produce her balanced budget, and then it will trigger the last phase of the budget, which will, which will be the board phase, and that will happen all of June. Uh, so just to kind of take a step back around the enhancements where I talked about the mayor phase where typically a department's budget can go up or down, the enhancements that Kate's referring to is really kind of, you know, in a sense, the mayor is looking at what has departments uh, proposed in terms of reductions as it relates to the updated financial forecast. And just a reminder, the two-year projected deficit is at $728 million. So depending on kind of what departments have submitted uh, to meet those budget instructions, then during the mayor phase, they'll really kind of do a look upon, you know, how much money do they have left to play with? What are the mayor's policy priorities and ultimately determine, you know, what level of funding can we potentially, you know, quote unquote, enhance uh, to department budgets to, to increase um, their level of service according to, you know, their, the mayor's policy priority. So in a nutshell, uh, hopefully that kind of, you know, summarizes, um, I think the, the budget process and just kind of overall, at least the ability to potentially, again, enhance uh, departmental budgets, which would happen in the mayor phase. Thank you so much, Merrick. And um, maybe to tie a bow around this, and since Kate, you're here, um, and thank you for supporting the film's uh, enhancement discussion, and hopefully um, that can lean toward action, is what kind of support may we lend you as a commission to also um, you know, support this enhancement phase? Is there anything that we could do in unison with you or to support that process? Well, I think, you know, I'm, I'm very open. I, I might actually um, ask for my colleague, um, director, uh, Moni, to see uh, what your thoughts were, because I think it's, to me, um, it's very powerful when two department heads, which in case we, we both are, kind of come together for starters. So I think right there, we, we, we meet every week. We're very close collaborators. So I think the good news to begin with is we are working extremely closely together. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, I guess, Moni, I would ask, have, has this body yet seen a proposal for uh, your enhancement? So, I mean, that might no. be a, another step that you would take would be to share with them what exactly you're, you are proposing that is in our enhancement budget, and that would give you a better sense of, of where the advocacy might be. Um, and how it works with a commission and that that's where, you know, I'll, I'll defer a little bit to kind of how things work. I know, um. This mayor prefers to to have input in a way that she can onboard it. So I think um, being able to be very concrete and and having a strong argument would be uh, welcomed. I think uh, by her. Um, and I know again that whatever. Uh, has been defined as something that we are trying to advance as part of the economic recovery package, which is a, we're in a unique moment in time where we have a cross departmental set of enhancements, including this one that that are being put forth. Um, and it helps that she loves film. She loves this industry. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's mm -hmm. made a real impact on her. So I think you have that advantage over other things that we all do that maybe seem a little bit more um, less tangible. So I think that's. That's the good news. I would also still encourage you in parallel to explore uh, grants for the arts. I, I think that's the other 
I always appreciate if I ask for something, being able to say, and I'm matching that ask with these two other things that we're doing. So it doesn't feel like it's all one place. So the good news is, you know, you're raising permit fees. We also are asking for this enhancement, Madam Mayor, and we are also coming up with a more sustainable way to calculate, you know, our tiny little small share of what comes in um, uh, to grants for the arts. I think having all three of those things uh, make it mm -hmm. feel like more of an ROI on the enhancement investment being asked. So those are a few thoughts. Uh, but Merrick, you know, you, you've been around far longer. Maybe you have some ideas as well of best practices during mayor phase. Um, I mean, there's a, a multitude of pathways I think everybody could employ uh, here, especially folks on this call. But um, I, I think what I will add is is there is also an opportunity um, aside from the mayor phase and the board phase, although their their purviews is drastically limited. Um, uh, for folks that don't know, that's it's they would typically call it an ad back. Um, and what happens during the board phase, obviously, is again the the mayor will produce a balanced budget. Uh, the board will hear all departments and propose reductions uh, with their analysts, which is the budget and legislative analyst office. Um, and again, like when they take the aggregate of those cuts, let's say it's one million, they will reprioritize according to their policy priority. So technically, you know, they'll have like, you know very again a little pot to to really reprioritize or reprogram in a sense so that can be again a last ditch opportunity uh to potentially you know increase um one's budget so you know again i think there's a, a lot that really goes into the development of the budget uh but there there's also you know a, a multitude of pathways i think folks can employ upon just you know, community input uh feedback uh, especially to electeds around uh, priorities uh, that folks may uh, want reflected in terms of the city and county's budget. So, um, but again, you'd be happy to to help, um, you know, provide some recommendations in terms of how to potentially maximize those opportunities. I appreciate you both for the education and also just the insight. Um, again, this is a new process. I've been on the commission through three mayors. And this is the first time we're actually going through the process of approving the budget and going into this detail. So um, that's good to hear. Um, I do want to open this up. Any other commissioner thoughts uh, before we open up this discussion portion of this budget item to public comment? So commissioners, any other thoughts, questions? Appreciating Merrick and Kate's time and insight. I don't see other uh, commissioner comments. Okay, thank you so much. So uh, public uh, members, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, please uh, raise your hand uh, using the WebEx icon or dial star three if you want to be put into the speaker's queue and you have a comment around this budget discussion that we're having. Um, Zafania will call on you as your hands are raised or as you're being added to the queue. Thank you so much. Okay, so I'm going to call on uh, Patrick Ranahan. I know he's been in the queue for quite some time. <laughs> so let's see, go ahead. Okay. 
Um, Patrick? Hello. There you are. Yes, we can hey, hear I'm, you. I'm sorry. I'm doing this ridiculous thing, scouting, trying to bring a 10-day film shoot here about the beginning of the Transamerica Pyramid. So I'm, I'm walking around in circles with the phone. But I, I just, the only thing I wanted to really say when there was all the talk about marketing, and Villa, you all know me. I mean, I've done it for almost 50 years now. And, you know, we have Ant-Man opening on the 17th of this month. And there should have been a lot more of Ant-Man shot here. And I'm the guy that goes out and markets, believe it or not, San Francisco people like me, because I talk to the accountants and the producers about how much it's going to cost to work here. And invariably, I can't always fight the battle of, you know, New Orleans or Atlanta or even LA are less. So in, in marketing this, we, we have got to fight kind of a bad rap which is San Francisco's expensive. And the truth is, it's not. And, you know, I, I did Shang-Chi, I did Ant-Man. We did things in those that the LA producers were blown away with, how our PD and how our people. I just did an interview with the Chronicle about this, about how we did it and we did it for less money. So there's a perception that it's expensive here. And it's not really accurate. And I, I just really want to find a way that we can get, spend the money to understand, to get these people to understand that there are ways we can do this. That Christy Liang at the Fairmont will work out a deal with rooms and offices. That, you know, we can do, Monty is a magician with finding stage space. We just have to be able to put our people, our voices into their ear. Now, California, I think it was, we have $350 million in the film incentive. I mean, New Orleans has 1.2 billion. I don't even know what Atlanta has, you know? So we're kind of fighting this uphill battle, but there's a way to get them to see San Francisco now, after the pandemic, and downtown, and I'm down there all the time filming it, that is a backlot for all kinds of movies and TV, with people staying in all the hotels and using all the merchants and filming down there, because we can do it. You, you, you know what's going on at 25% vacancy down there. We can do yeah. it, but we have to get the studios to understand that we can do it because they punch numbers and it comes out San Francisco's expensive. Well, it's not true, but I don't know how to get them to know it. So anyway, that's why I'm on this because I, I don't know, I don't know if it, it pertains to enhancements and the mayor's budget and all this stuff, but I have cut deals with the mayor when she was a supervisor when we filmed with Steph Curry in the housing projects. And she was always sensible and smart. So I'm just saying, we gotta find a way for people to understand that we can make it worthwhile 
and not only give them the most beautiful views in the world and mm -hmm. the most talented artists, but we can make it make sense. Anyway, that's it. Thanks, Patrick. And Thank you. I just want to add, he's the biggest champion for this city and as such a seasoned location manager. So thank you for everything you do on behalf of the city, Patrick. Yeah, ditto on that. And other cities don't have you, Patrick. We've got you. Uh, so thank you for that comment. I know there's a bunch of people, so I want to move us along. Stefania, you know what? who's next. Thank you. Yes, that would be Heather McLean. My WebEx is jumping around. So, um, uh, Heather, can you unmute yourself? Set. There we go. There we go. Can you hear me? We can. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm also in locations, and everything Patrick said is completely true. Um, a lot of times we're talked to by the producers well before anybody else, or they, they're just thinking about coming to San Francisco or the Bay Area. And um, it's, it is hard to get people out of the mindset that we're too expensive for X, Y, Z reasons. It's kind of this fluttering, you know, unanchored kind of fear that they're always going to spend too much. But one thing that I appreciate in this first pass of the budget is, is the, you know, keeping the rental budget uh, equal without cutting there. Um, because one of the things that is really hard is maintaining studio or stage space in the Bay Area. And, you know, some of our best years, I started filming in the Bay Area and being a union member in 2009. And some of the uptick when I started was when we had consistent stage space, like on Treasure Island, and these large spaces where big productions, you know, could do anything they want. They could do any kind of build. And like case in point, uh, when I worked with Patrick on Hemingway and Gellhorn, it was all these different countries in the world. We had massive stage builds on top of great locations that played for different countries and things like that in different eras. And so I think a commitment to real estate and being very quick and easy saying, yes, we have that is a huge calling card for us to other places because you know you look at these other rebate cities and you have private investors building these massive sound stages but one of the things I've been hearing more and more often is people choose, you know, the seeming golden apple of New Orleans is the weather's terrible. They had so many days shut down, not because of COVID, but because of lightning. It shut down a huge portion of production, cost them tons of money. So they're like, the reality is that costs money and it costs a lot to fly actors out. So if we can assuage people like, look, you can build sets here. You don't need to go somewhere else to have, you know, the interior facade of some vampire hotel or something crazy. And we can say like, this is here, it's easy to gain access. We, we basically go through the city, the city sets it up for us. They're gonna feel like 
you know, the red carpet's being laid out for them. It's easy. It's a no brainer, you know, and we start to then mentally compete with these high rebate cities that just seem on the front end very easy. And the truth is, is we're getting younger and younger producers that are less and less experienced. And so they don't, they don't think hard and long about stuff a lot of times. It's the glossy object is what they go for. And I think if we can start kind of having very easy to approach front end stuff for these guys, office spaces, hotels, stage spaces, parking, that kind of stuff, then I think it's gonna be a lot more demystified with people. You know, we're starting to kind of turn some New York producers, you know, I've had some that have walked away with, they're like, wow, this was actually way easier than I thought which is huge. And just a few of those people will start telling their friends and that's kind of what we need. So I know the marketing does eventually need money. The office does need to expand, but you know, I, I think the budget feels like it's headed in a good direction with the rental, uh, rental budget. Thank you, Heather. Thanks, Heather. Yes. Appreciate your labor as well behind the scenes mm -hmm. and being an advocate. Thank yes. you. Yeah, thank you. And just as a gentle reminder, um, given time, we should limit our comments just a little bit. Megan Carlson. Hello, Megan. Hi, can you guys hear me? We can. Hi, uh, my name is Megan Carlson. I'm a local born and bred film producer. Um, my film, our film Fairyland just premiered at Sundance. Um, I will echo what Heather and Patrick have both said. I've worked with both of them. Heather was actually the first person I worked with on Fairyland seven years ago when I was still living in Los Angeles. And um, as a local producer, I will say um, it was challenging to get this movie made but we were 100% committed to make it happen in San Francisco. And um, that was through the help of the commission. And I will also echo what Heather is um, forcing or would like to see forced and um, kind of move forward more at, more forcibly is this idea of front-ending productions in San Francisco. I think there is a massive mystery or um, inaccuracy in regards to how much it costs to shoot here. Um, I think uh, when, I, when I look at the occupancy rate of downtown real estate and what we are challenged with as producers are those those off the tops, which would be travel, which would be um, stage space, which would be housing, which would be office space, um, that are really easy numbers for us to crunch. So if those are accessible and at the forefront, I think you're gonna see a big change. Um, on that note, I would like to say, I think having a commission of four people is a bit challenging in regards to how much I think is, is, a, is um, as doable. I'd like to see Monty's office expand that. I think there's some amazing things that people look at as a San Francisco film, but to echo what Patrick was saying, I think there's tremendous uh, uh, opportunity for growth in regards to just productions in general. They don't have to be picturesque on the bridge, the row houses, they can, we can shoot, it could be looked as a back lot. I think um, with the tech industry right down in the Palm Peninsula with this new kind of wave of young filmmakers that I work with, um, on our film, they're coming out of SF State. That are based in the East Bay. They're happy to come to the city. I think it's just it's it's post COVID. We're looking at a tremendous opportunity to have a rebirth in the film area and just in entertainment in in general. And I like to see 
um, you know, the general public and service could be educated and for us to continue to work with many departments throughout uh, the government in regards to how we can expand and support the uh, Film Commission. Thank you, Megan. And I'm happy to share any numbers or any um, questions any of your commissioners have as a local producer and what kind of challenges we, we um, were faced with, how we overcame them, and kind of my insight as someone who was, in fact, very much uh, tantalized overseas to New Zealand, um, Vancouver, Australia, Louisiana, New York. We looked at budgets in all those areas and we ultimately said we cannot not shoot this film in the Bay Area, not shoot in San Francisco. So I'm happy to share any of those challenges that we had as producers and what kind of, you know, creatively why we decided to stay here and why economically it made much more sense for us to be here. And I'm, I'm a huge advocate of it. And I, I see tremendous growth in regards to talent and um, filmmakers and crew that are dying to continue to work up here and not have to move to Los Angeles or New York to keep working as filmmakers. Yeah, yeah, so true. Yes, thank you, Megan, um, appreciate that. Um, I think as we keep going, and by the way, congratulations on Fairy Land making it to something else. Um, as we keep going here, um, I, I know usually for public comment, we do try to keep um, public comment down to two minutes per person. So just keeping an eye on clock, appreciate it, and sorry to not have that uh, held from the beginning of public comment, but thank you. Um, Zephania, would you call the next person, please? Thank you. Uh, that would be Tom Hoffman. Hi, Tom. I wanted to thank you all for the hard work that you're doing and keeping the budget tight. I know it's uh, a hard thing for all of us to do. We're all in that position and I want to thank you. Uh, second of all, I want to say not only is it spaces, but it's like artistic resources. You know, we don't have the costume houses anymore. We don't have the prop houses anymore. We don't have those resources as well. So those costs are higher for individuals. So we have to start thinking about that too. How do we, how do we replenish those resources that are no longer in San Francisco? Um, I've been working very hard to grow the numbers in the theatrical wardrobe union. I'm the president of the theatrical wardrobe union. I know Jim knows me. I'm not sure if the rest of you know me. Um, so I've been trying to grow the numbers there. I know some of my younger folks are starting to kind of branch off and do some independent stuff. And I've been thinking about talking to them and saying, hey, have you thought about doing more film oriented building? You know, and they're thinking about, you know, starting their own building, you know, creating their own independent shops and doing some stuff like that and trying to encourage them to like gear themselves and maybe start even advertising themselves more like that. So I think if, you know, we can start doing some of that, that might help even. So um, I'm working hard at trying to help support us. And I just wanted to thank you for all your support as well. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. Thank you so much, Tom. And don't have a name, but uh, let's see, I'm going to go ahead and unmute the caller. There's a phone number, There's 925, it starts with. Caller, do you read us? Thank you so much for raising your hand. Would you? Um, Please state your name. Yes. Your comment. Hi. Hello. This is Paula Smith Aragoni from Bayback. Thank you so much. 
Um, yes, thank you to the commission. Thank you to um, President and the Executive Director of the commission and to Director Sophies. Um, I'm so encouraged to hear about the enhancements that are going to be considered in the budgeting process. Um, and I guess just a couple things I wanted to point out. Um, speaking as an, an executive director of a, of a nonprofit film and media organization um, with BAVAC, Bay Area Video Coalition, um, and we've been around, you know, for 45 years, and many of our peers have been around for a long time as well. Um, I just want to thank the commission for your recognition of our importance in the sector, um, you know, in terms of marketing, in terms of audience engagement, bringing folks back to San Francisco to go to hotels, go to restaurants, go to bars. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, many of us are also on the ground doing really essential training, um, networking, getting folks really connected to the sector in so many ways, working with dislocated workers um, and, and all those kinds of things. I just wanted to say that um, for the commission, we really appreciate um, your advocacy and, and thinking, you know, it's important to invest in us as we go to places like Sundance um, and with the San Francisco Film Festival coming up and so many other festivals um, happening now and very soon. We really do need the advocacy um, at the Film Commission, at OEWD and across agencies. Um, we're on the ground and though we apply for a lot of grants, there's a lot of kind of insider <laughs> things that happen that we don't always understand. And, um, you know, it's really helpful to um, have your support um, because we really are an economic engine. And um, recently we applied, many of us, collaboratively for um, an OEWD uh, proposal. Um, and it was specifically focused on supporting the economic core. Um, many of us are located in the SOMA area. We weren't accepted. Um, we appealed it. I'm not quite sure where that is in process. But I just wanted to point out that, you know, we really are in it. We um, have so much at stake. It's very hard to keep our doors open right now, um, particularly in very distressed areas. And we would love to do more to help do more marketing, to help with the positive PR for San Francisco. Um, we just need some more assistance. So thank you so much for your time and your consideration. Thank you so much, Paula. Yes, uh, shout out. Thank you, Paula. Yes, and um, the Film Festival Collaborative that you have also helped to bring together and the presence that you made on behalf of San Francisco at Sundance. Um, so appreciate your work behind the scenes and thank you so much for your comments. Um, I believe public comment, is that it? Any other public comments on this item and discussion? No, there's no further public comment. Thank you. So I would like to call for the action part of this agenda item. So I am looking for a motion to pass this budget as presented um, and to be able to move forward with this budget. So I see Commissioner Beaumont for a motion. I would like a second. I see Commissioner Chang's hand for the second. Thank you so much. Um, we have a motion and second. So asking for commissioner comment on the vote. Any commissioner comment, please raise your hand using the WebEx app or your hand, and Zafania will call on you. There is no uh, comment. Okay, thank you so much. 
Um, this is now an opportunity for the public to comment on the actual vote and the action that we're taking to approve this budget. So public members, please dial star three or raise your WebEx hand and Zephania will call on you. I don't see public comment. Okay, thank you so much. So um, Zephania, I think for this one, since it's a budget, do we, I don't have the actual instructions, but do we need to do a roll call vote? Would that be safer to do? I think it would be safer to do. Okay, then would you do the honors and do a roll call vote, please? Yes, Commissioner Beaumont. Yay. Thank you, Commissioner Chang. Yes. Thank you, Commissioner Delorio. Yay. Thank you, Commissioner Finn. Yay. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Rubin. Uh, you may come back to Commissioner Rubin. I, yeah, I'll come back to Commissioner Rubin. Commissioner Song. Yay. Thank you. Vice President Steiger. Yay. Thank you. Commissioner Tyler. Yay. Thank you. President Wong. Yay. Thank you. And one more try here with Commissioner Rubin. Uh, not getting a response or a request to unmute. Why don't we show Commissioner Rubin as an abstention? Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So all uh, thank you for everybody's vote in favor um, and let us move forward to the next agenda item. Um, before we do that, thank you again, Merrick, for your work behind the scenes and Manijay. I know this was a lot to put together. So really appreciate both of you and the support of Ish and Zafania behind the scenes. So thank you. And just shout out to Kate Sophis for joining us uh, for as long as she did. Appreciate her support as well. Okay, Zafania, let's move on to the next agenda item, number three, please. Great. I also just wanted to, if um, Merrick needed to step away, it would be fine to do so. I just wanted to thank the commissioners. Appreciate uh, your engagement around this process and appreciate your questions. Thank you, Merrick. Thank you. Thanks, Merrick. So we are moving on to item number three, which is the AB 361 legislation resolution. Indeed. So this is uh, our resolution that we need to pass that allows us to meet remotely according to the modified Brown Act. Um, this soon will pass. <laughs> I have to say we are hoping to be back in person soon uh, next month, hopefully. Um, so I would ask for a motion to approve this resolution. Again, please raise your hand or your WebEx hand. Do I have a motion? Thank you, Commissioner Steiker. I would like a second to approve this resolution. Um, please raise your WebEx hand or your hand. Thank you, Commissioner Chang. Um, any commissioner comment on this passing of the resolution? Please dial, please raise your WebEx hand or raise your hand. Zafania will call on you. I don't see commissioner comment. 
Thank you so much. So asking for public comment on this item for the resolution 361, AB 361. Public comment, please raise your hand, your WebEx hand or a mic and uh, dial star three, excuse me, dial star three, you'll be added to the speaker queue. No public comment at this time. Thank you. Public comment on this item is closed. So all in favor for passing the resolution, I, I think we could do a raise hand. So please yes. raise your WebEx hand or your hand as Afania will take a account. Okay, so let's see. Commissioner Tyler, Commissioner Chang, Commissioner Song, Commissioner Finn, Commissioner Beaumont, Commissioner Delorio, Vice President Steiker. It's unanimous, thank you. Thank you, and we do, oh, I just 12. wanna, Commissioner Rubin, is it possible for you to unmic on this vote? Okay, let's show Commissioner Rubin as an extension again. Yep. Thank you so much for everybody's uh, input. Okay, moving on to the next item, uh, agenda number four, please. Uh, agenda item four would be the approval of minutes for January 26th, last month's meeting. Yes, thank you. So you did receive the minutes in advance of the meeting, um, asking for a motion to approve the minutes. Again, please raise your hand or your WebEx hand for a motion to approve the January minutes. Uh, I see Commissioner Song and Commissioner Beaumont. I also see you, Tony, save that hand for something else, okay? <laughs> so we have a motion, we have a second. Any commissioner comment on January's minutes? Commissioner comment, please raise your hand and Zafania will call on you. I don't see any raised hands or further comment. Okay, thank you. Um, any public comment on the minutes from January? Please raise your WebEx hand or dial star three to be put into the queue. Public comment. Okay, thank you. So public comment on this item is closed. So calling for a vote again on the approval of minutes, please raise your hand or your WebEx hands if Fania will take a look around to make sure we have people's votes. Commissioner Beaumont. I'm not seeing, oh. And I am not seeing Commissioner Steiker. Thank you, appreciate you. And again, giving opportunity for Commissioner Rubin to unmic and to vote on the minutes. Okay, let's take uh, Commissioner Rubin as an abstention. Thank you so much. And let us move on to the next item. So the minutes do pass and so did the other one, if I need to like say that officially. We do have votes to approve the minutes as well as the resolution. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we are moving into the film staff, sorry, that just one way fast on my screen, our film staff report. Um, and I will just quickly breeze through. Um, so. It's, I'm going to handle the uh, staff report today and I wanted to just two quick uh, points to make. Uh, one is see if I can get 
my screen shared. I wanted to just highlight. Um, I know you, some of you have had the opportunity. Let's see, share. Are you able to see my screen? Not yet. Not yet. Thank you. Let's see what's happening. Share. Okay, are you seeing something now? Yes. Great. Okay, thank you. Um, so I wanted to sort of, again, bring your attention back to our website. And um, for those of you who haven't had the opportunity to sort of get immersed in it, I would recommend that you do. And always feel free to send any thoughts or comments around uh, the material that you see here, anything that needs improvement, um, additional resources. But for today, I wanted to sort of direct your attention to the San Francisco Bay Area Film Festivals, which is directly on our landing page, and it's under the For the Public category. If you click here, it gives you by month, and, you know, this list will grow, uh, will, you know, be more inclusive. Uh, at this point, we have several uh, well-known film festivals, local film festivals, um, a few that are just beyond, but still have had some touch, touch point here in San Francisco. Um, and I would sort of, to piggyback on something that I, I know Monty has shared at many commission meetings um, near and past, that we should do our part to get into seats, butts and seats, you would say. Um, so I just wanted to direct your attention there in case you needed a little bit of awareness of what was happening. Um, you know, obviously your big film houses um, and big feature films, those are kind of easier to find, but uh, that's not to say we don't have a robust list of local, independent, documentary, um, you know, just homegrown um, events here that we can benefit from and maybe learn something and certainly share forward. So I just wanted to share that. And all of these um, do open up if you click directly to a website and it gives you information that you can then navigate on these websites um, to tell you a little bit more about these programs. So uh, I would welcome you to pay us a visit online. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to just gently remind, I know you've all received ethics reminders uh, directly, but I just wanted to um, acknowledge that um, I've sent one and that deadline will be here before you know it. And so understanding that this may be our final woohoo virtual a uh, commission meeting. I absolutely am excited to see you all in person uh, next month, and those details will be forthcoming. Um, but again, just sort of as things are moving this year, 2023 has this big momentum already. Please don't forget your ethics paperwork. <laughs> and that would be your Form 700s, your statement of um, incompatible, um, I'm sorry, statement of economic interests, so your Form 700 and your an annual ethics and sunshine ordinance training declarations, and those are due, most importantly, April 3rd. So, if you... uh, Zafani, if I can, yes. oh, Jim, I just jumped in right before you. Zafani, if I can just make a comment about that, just to, primarily probably to the new folks, to the new commissioners, it does take some time to do that. 
Um, and what, what I've seen anyway over the last several years is that oftentimes it's easy to procrastinate it. And what that means then is Zafania is following up with email after email after email. So I would urge you to try and get that done in the next week um, so that not only you don't have to worry about it, but then Zafania doesn't have to add that to her plate to do as well. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Steiker. Commissioner Bowman, I see your hand. Yeah, and that comes from the worst offender, right? <laughs> I don't think you are. No, I, I was just like, this thing comes around, comes around, comes around. And uh, it's, haven't we already done this? I, I should be caught up, I would think, right? Every year, annual. I know, but, but, but how do you know if you're done is what I want to know. <laughs> It's like your physical, you know, the city's just like doing, checking all the boxes, making sure we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. There, Jim, oh there's, a, there's a, there's a homepage that you go to that, that I think as I'm remembering it correctly, that the links are active when you haven't done something, but when you have done it, the links are no longer active. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get all that, but. It I don't know. I just felt like I did it last month or something. <laughs> well, well, then you then you delayed by ten months, young man. <laughs> right. Well, usually they will send you an, an a reminder, but it does feel yes, like there's in the flow of information. Um, certainly, if there's changes, enhancements, and things like that regarding ethics that information may come out preemptively too, as well to you and not just me. Um, and sometimes we're on the same communications and other times we're not, but that's where I try to sort of put forward what I know right away so that you have that information. Um, and usually when you've done your, completed your forms, you'll get a confirmation. And if it's helpful, you can forward that to me um, and I can just sort of log that away as yes, one and done. Thank you so much, everybody, for those wonderful reminders. Not so gentle, I would say. Um, Eddie, oh, 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 Commissioner DeLorio, yes. I'm going to say, because Zafania knows I'm the one that gets everything done first. I'm self-serving <laughs> here. But no, Jim, it's literally, I don't think anybody, probably 99% of people doesn't, don't have changes, and you literally hit three buttons to resubmit for the new year. Right? So did, we, uh, did I miss that? But that was... It's fairly simple. It takes like one minute to do the form 700 unless you had some drastic change, which I don't think most of us have for whatever was filled out the prior year. Thank you. But it is also your ethics training. So if oh, yeah, the training, the video just that, that takes training. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. All those, those, those didn't change. Those didn't change either, unfortunately, but you got to sit through it. <laughs> Yes, all those wonderful scenarios that you have to answer questions for. So hopefully you know that like the back of your hand. Um, but thank you for that reminder. Um, commissioners, I would just also just uh, the plus one is please communicate. If you're going to be out of town or you know you can't get to this by a certain date, let Sophania know. Um, and that way, just like, please, please, please communicate. Okay, thank you. Um, I didn't even have to solicit for commissioner comment, but are there any other commissioner comments on the uh, team report? Thank you, Zafani, for also taking the lead on that, getting the shift your hat 
from facilitator to actually pres presenter. So thank you. Um, and thank you for all the behind the scenes work on the website. I know that was not easy to migrate into the new format, but um, if there are film festivals that are missing or anything like that, if you know, like, please uh, do a shout out to this team. Commissioner yes. comment. And that does include Ish and Manije. If there's anything else you need to add, would like to add to the team report. Okay, thank you. Then opening it up for public comment, public members, if you want to uh, woo, comment on this item, uh, the film SF staff report, please raise your WebEx hand or dial star three and Zafania will call on you. Okay, I see uh, Tom. You made note that you'll be meeting in person, correct? Correct. So, so will the public be available to attend in person now then too? Yes. Oh, fantastic. It'll be great to see you all. I just wanted to double check. Thank you so yeah. much. We're, we're still meeting via zoom. My preference, <laughs> but I'll, I'll be happy to see you all. Thank you. Yeah, that'd be great. Any other public comment? Thank you for that enthusiasm. Yes. Public members will be invited and we could see you in person and each other. Other there public comment? No other public comment. Okay, thank you so much. Public comment on this item is closed. Let's move on to item number six. And that would be the president's report. Yes, thank you. Well, finally, the moment has come to officially welcome Franco Finn as our new commissioner. <laughs> Yay! So, according to everything I have read, that you are the first and only Filipino American in the NBA to be repping for over 20 years or close to 20 years. Oh my God! To be the the vibe, the everything for the Warriors. Yes. Yes. You're also <laughs> an amazing person, TV personality. I know people have seen you everywhere. I, and by the way, Franco, this is my moment where I just give you like the oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, you're the MC for special events for the SF Giants. You're an executive board member as the of the SF Chamber of Commerce. You're also somehow your day job, I think, uh, yes. external affairs and public affairs for Alaska Airlines. And I didn't quite know this about you, but everybody um, Franco is also a professional auctioneer. So make some noise. Thank you for making time for us at the Film Commission. Welcome, Franco Finn, to the commission. Thank you. It's official. And I look forward to seeing you all in person in March, uh, which is great. March 27th. I have it right on the calendar. Indeed, indeed. Thank yes. you. Any other words you want to lend? No, I, I really, you know, I had a great chat with uh, Manage earlier and I'm really just super excited to work alongside with all of you uh, to really you know bring films and productions here in this great city. I'm a native of this amazing city and I, I'm so proud of uh, where I come from and this just just this gem that we have and, and we need to change the narrative. Uh, I know there's a lot of work to do to roll up our sleeves but I really agree with a lot of things that were said earlier today um, just you know really just changing that narrative and getting the word out that it's not 
expensive to, to go here. Like all the things that you might have heard, throw that out the door. And, and you know, maybe there's ways, uh, you know, like a PR campaign to get it out there. Maybe the radio stations talk about it. Uh, we have to change it. And, and I'm here to uh, connect all the dots that I have. Uh, obviously, I'm in the era of travel uh, industry and, um, and, and entertainment industry and sports industries and a whole lot. Uh, and, and really close to the travel and tourism uh, of the city because, you know, you need planes to fly in, right? So we make this attractive <laughs> enough for people to come in no matter what on plane. I'm also on the hotel council uh, board. I, I, I don't know if I meant, if you might've mentioned that, I might've uh, not mentioned that, but that's that's new as well because I think we go hand in hand with travel, hospitality, tourism. So when I hear the hotel stuff, I'm very in tune and I'm on the board meetings for those. And then of course the executive board for the San Francisco chamber. So they're all connected. And then we've got the Chase Center, which is a, a new crown jewel that it is yep. far the best arena in all the land. And we have the NBA champion Warriors and it's celebrities. People are coming in here. I am talking to people in the middle of center court. I had Simu Lu here, uh, to, you know, from Shang-Chi. And I, and I said, hey, when's the sequel coming? Are you coming back to San Francisco? What do we got to do? What do we have to do to make this happen? Ryan Coogler, courtside. I mean... This we have it. We have it here. It's just we need to get get it going. We got to formalize the process, and uh, I'm excited to uh, to be a part of this. So thank you all, and I look forward to seeing you on March 27th. Yes, appreciate it. Um, there's room for more commissioner comment in a little bit. Um, so thank you, Franco. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Really appreciate your energy. And yes, we have talked about actually at our commission meetings, Chase Center being a destination point now. Absolutely. And a place to film because we know Warriors Entertainment also does filming uh, yes. on their own, et cetera. So, Absolutely. yes. Um, moving forward, and then we'll do commissioner comment as a whole. Um, and actually, let me let me not take away Franco's spot. Any other welcome remarks from commissioners before we move on to the agenda item? Because I realize we're going to do something else in a second. But any other commissioner comment on this? Just to welcome Franco. Frank, it's, great. it's great to meet you. Super excited to have you here. I've heard your name around uh, in the last little bit. I spent a bunch of time at San Francisco Travel Association, so I know that whole group really well. Rodney Fong is a good friend. So uh, we travel in very similar circles, and I'm looking forward to meeting face-to-face. -face. Welcome. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you. Thank you. Any other Commissioner thoughts? Thank you, Commissioner Tyler. Well, Franco, you know, you and I, we know each other. We, we've known each other for years, so it's wonderful to have you on the commission and hope to do some uh, work with you. And uh, you're always fabulous at the games. I'll see you tonight, uh, Washington Wizards. So yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome to the commission. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I, I know uh, Zafania knows and some other folks know that I'm going to be networking in Utah this week. Yes, Utah, where stars align. We've got uh, everyone from film, movies, sports coming to the NBA All-Star. So representing the Warriors um, for the first time in 20 years. I got my stack of business cards just in time. Thank you, Zafania. I got it right here. I hope it's half empty by the time I come back in Utah. I'm going to be giving them out like hotcakes and say, look, you're coming to San Francisco, right? Here we go. So I'm, I'm pumped. Well, we're going to get it. And Karen, now, Commissioner Tyler, thank you so much. I know we come from the media background, and I know that's part of kind of some of my ideas or wheels are turning 
but you know just having media talk about you know how positive and movies coming here like we need to be excited when there's movies coming here hey the whole city celebrates media all the way through and that's how we we change the narrative it's one pebble at a time but i know i'm a big dreamer and thinker but um you gotta have some positivity right i gotta look at half full like this business card next week it'll be half full by the end of next by, by march 27th when you see me it'll be empty i think we should do a reorder right now i can just do it right now <laughs> yeah so thank you thank you yeah franco welcome i'm a jim beaumont right i'm also running the same circles as you i'm on the board sf travel and stuff yes. but I also represent everybody that, you know, we got your back. We're the ones that turn on your lights at the Warriors, hand you the microphone, do all the games and stuff. So we see you around there, but we're mostly uh, behind you. So welcome. Thank you, Commissioner Beaumont. Appreciate it. Thank you. Any other commissioners? And no pressure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's move and, and to the extent you're unmiking for this next section, you can introduce yourself. Um, so I do wanna spend a little time and hopefully you did your homework. Um, as you may recall in January, we started to introduce or we introduced before that, but we introduced the priorities for the year. Um, Ish, do you happen to have that slide available? Let's take a look and really um, in the interest of time, we will definitely talk much more about the key priorities as we keep going forward. But your homework was to take a look at this list and think about it um, to the extent we've been talking about budget, we've been talking about this perception. Um, there may be some items that have been mentioned because of today's discussion and last month's discussion, but um, would love to hear from you as I read through the key priorities. Afterward, um, we'll call on commissioners to just like share what you're most excited about um, stepping into. Pick one priority area that really is something that you could lean into one of your strengths um, or something that you're curious about that you're willing to lend some more support for the team as well as us as a commission. So the key priorities, number one, to create opportunities for diverse San Franciscans to get their stories told and gain access into the film and media industry. Number two, attract productions to shoot here and ensure they have access to a soundstage. Number three, partner with, film, uh, with SF Film and media industry to support the city's economic recovery. Number five, strengthen relationships with neighborhood and merchant associations. And number six, grow our brand that amplifies our vision. So I'd love to, thank you for showing that off-ish. I'd love to just like do a little round robin. I will model and start. So as you know, uh, me, Vili Wong, I'm also founder and CEO of Baycat. Uh, it is my life mission to create opportunities for diverse San Francisco's to San Franciscans and also Bay Area filmmakers to get their stories told and to gain access into the film and media industry. Because by day, my day job is, of course, with Baycat, um, and we have created this pathway for folks to be working in industry, Pixar's, Lucasfilm, et cetera, as well as to be working with production companies here when big big films go on light matrix to the last uh, black man in, in San Francisco. And also uh, importantly, how do you keep these young people engaged and the storytellers, um, even if they are born and raised here, many of them wanna leave San Francisco. So how do we keep them here uh, and keep them employed? So that is definitely my 
place and my strength. Um, of course, many of that touches into the economic recovery, but that's like first and foremost. So that's an example. If you could just like share what's one priority that really stands out for you and what you'd like to work on, um, who can I call on? Vice President Steiker, can I pick on you next? And then we'll just pass the baton and go through the ranks. Make sure you unmic. I was just saying, I'm, I'm glad that you picked on me rather than Jack, because I think Jack is going to jump on the same one. This way I get first mover. Um, that, la that last one is really the key for me um, and where I've been trying to spend my time or my focus over the last few years. Um, Billy, much like yours, it attaches into some other ones. Um, certainly, um, it's about creating opportunities. It's about attracting productions. It's about partnering with SFM and media industry. Um, but that growing our brand that amplifies our our vision is really where I would love to spend more focus, which is probably why you heard me express the frustration at the limited marketing um, marketing dollars. But I still think, and, and Franco, I'm encouraged by what you just said as well. I, I still think that there are ways that we can go about doing this without a gigantic budget. It means we have to get creative. Means we have to think a little bit differently, but I do think that there are still some things that we can do there. So that's where I spend my time. Um, do you want me to uh, just tap someone else, Philly? Carolyn. Hello. Good afternoon. So, uh, for me, obviously, having been um, an anchor and a reporter at Channel Seven for many, many years, I'm very uh, comfortable and confident uh, in terms of the. Uh, partner, partnering with um, SF Film and the media industry uh, to support the city's economic recovery. I think that's something where I could really lend my expertise, so I would be happy to, to uh, jump on that. Uh, of course, creating opportunities for diverse San Franciscans. As soon as uh, I was appointed to the Film Commission, I got a lot of uh, feedback and uh, comments from people that I know in the African-American community wanting a chance to, wanting to know who do they get in touch with, how do they make that happen for, for them. So I, I would be uh, happy to work on that. And also, I think uh, strengthening the relationships with the neighborhood and, and merchant associations is, is key because when a film comes to town and people don't understand why all of a sudden they have the signs that they can't park in front of their this, that, or the other. If they knew what those productions brought other than just money to the city, but the programs that we support, the missions that we have, I think it would change a lot of people's minds in the neighborhoods. And so those three places I would be happy to, uh, to help with. I think those are priorities. Thank you, Carolyn. Just show us up in name three. Go for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tap somebody else on the shoulder. And, you know, Franco, I just want to say, I know this is your first meeting, but um, anytime, any, any, any way. Oh, I see a hand up. Go for it. Carolyn, do you want to, I, I see Tony's hand. You could. Oh, sure. Me. Tony, go for it. Big it's hard to go after somebody like Carolyn, but uh, she came after me earlier today as well. Back to choking. Um, no, I appreciate that. So, uh, also welcome uh, Commissioner Finn. I didn't. I was trying to watch timer. I would have jumped on definitely. Obviously, know you. I think you know my brother-in-law real well, who has 
season tickets and he wanted me to make a nod on you. He hasn't been called to shoot a free throw or, or being uh, invited to do anything recently. So that was my, that's my quick plug for you, for him. Uh, <laughs> but where we could, where I think like growing the brand, I had, I'd said this numerous times and um, actually Commissioner from brought it up that we're going to be um, back in person soon. Unfortunately, when I was uh, appointed, gosh, almost two years ago, uh, we went into uh, lockdown basically a week later. So I've, I think where my strength is is, is uh, my connections uh, in the city, especially politically. And um, you know, my main, my day job, my main, uh, the, the number one thing that I do is negotiate. And I think I'm a pretty good negotiator, and I would love to help wherever I can, especially with you know political connections. And um, I think you know just being more involved and being in person and and being more on the scene um, will just grow the value together, all of us as a commission. Um, for the greater good of, you know, bringing productions back into the city. So, thank you. And I will, let's see, I'll I'll tag my uh, labor friend, Jim. All right, thanks, Tony. I think I filed this homework assignment along with my 700 form. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't here last, last month. I was out of town. But, uh, I think uh, my strength is really as a track productions, right? As you know, it's uh, we've done a lot of work with the film and television tax incentive, right? We kind of banged our heads up against the wall. I felt last year we had our uh, hooks into that. It was uh, SB 481, I think it was. We were in there pretty good until they they pulled it off the Senate floor, and then the governor put it in his budget, which kind of took our the wind out of our sails, but. Uh, but we're going to keep working at it. Um, you know, we're committed to that. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, everything seems a little backwards, right? We can't, we really can't get a soundstage until we have a production company committed to doing a production here, right? And we can't get a production company committed until they have the tax incentive, right? And then, you know, if they can't get the tax incentive, and if they get that, then we have to get a developer for the soundstage, right? And then we have to get the property. But it seems like we have to work backwards to accomplish this, right? Normally, we would just start at the other end. You get a developer and build a building and they'll come. But, but we'll keep working at it. And let's see who's left. And John or Franco. Thank Franco. you. Yeah. Okay. I, go, I can go next. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, if I could pick anything in this buffet, it's a tough buffet to choose from, to be honest for me, because I, I love my buffets. I love to eat. So I, I eat everything in the entire menu. So I would love to dibble and dabble in each and every one. But if I had to prioritize, I mean, I just started, but you know, I'm, I'm a brand guy very visible um and i really want to grow our brand and amplify the vision um really and extend i'm out there as an ambassador no matter where i go my travels i'm always uh, thinking ahead and really networking um you know breaking down doors and and, and talking to folks and, and getting in there you know and buttering them up if you will and just hyping it up as i do best um for my sports teams in my local city and now the film commission so i want to grow that brand 
Um, and, and it kind of all plays into, you know, what, what Commissioner Tyler was talking about is, you know, we, I have the background in the media industry as well. Um, and really finding ways to change this narrative, talk about it. Uh, it's about storytelling. It's got to get out there. People have to hear about it through various sources. So, you know, really working uh, closely with media entities and whatnot to us, you know, support us and get the city's economic recovery going. Uh, and that's part of my plan too. Being on the executive board uh, for the SF Chamber, which I know some of these commissioners are um, in the same circles, uh, and it's all about those uh, neighborhood and merchant connections. Um, I'm a small business owner myself on the side, on top of all the other things I do, so I understand um, all the things uh, you know small businesses have to go through and um, the the tape, the red tape that we thought we had, and, and we want to make sure that people don't think that there's too much tape, that it's easy to do things and we need to do it uh, now. This is the time. Uh, and this all kind of rolls in together about making it attractive here for productions to shoot here. That's another thing that I really want to kind of really promote is, is to tell people, no, it's attractive. There's, it's, there's, there's benefits to it. You've got the best backdrop in the world. Why not come here? Um, and so everything kind of falls suit from there. But I am a, a brand guy, ambassador guy, and uh, I will be a voice in amplification and a megaphone, uh, however we need to be to amplify this vision. So thank you. Um, who's left? I think there's one more. Jack and John Rubin on the phone. Okay. Uh, Jack, Bob, to you, Commissioner. All right. Very, very good. And again, welcome. It's uh, good to finally meet you. Looking forward yes. to meeting you in person. Um, key priorities for me, I think, just uh, speaking tactically, I think we are, our next uh, hopefully big deliverable for the Film Commission is delivering the annual report. Um, and, and I know that Commissioner Stryker and, and Mana Jay have been working diligently. Also, I'm sorry, uh, President Wong as well. Um, and I'm excited to, I think, also with the support of the mayor, we really want to build a big event around that uh, and, and share kind of the success and why um, bringing film production makes sense here in San Francisco. So I think that touches on, I think my key priorities are bullet point number two and number three. So a lot more to come. But I think lastly, I, I do want to say regarding the budget, uh, you know, we, again, we are the San Francisco's name, one of the top eight cities for film production by movie web. That is huge. And we were, uh, I would say, up against other international cities as well. So I think the timing is really good. They, uh, I think Zafania mentioned earlier the momentum's there. And I think we got all the right pieces there. And uh, just yeah, excited about the next steps. Appreciate that, Commissioner Song, Jack, um, and you did so much work with the PR behind the scenes for Sundance and the collaboration and just, you know, showing up um, for San Francisco in that way. So just want to name that you've been doing this work already. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, Commissioner Rubin, I don't know if it's possible for you to unmic and to share your priorities. Gonna give you a moment to try to do that. I'm not sure if he's still on. He's I see him on, but I'm wondering yes. if he's still on. Okay. Well, we will um thank you so much, commissioners, for your enthusiasm and for sharing publicly what you're excited about working on with your priorities. For those who are not here, we will definitely circle back around 
and to find out what they are so that we could share and collaborate and to be able to work together, of course, all under the sunshine ordinance, et cetera, uh, to make sure um, we follow those rules. But at the same time, I feel a turning of the tide as Manuje has come into play, which is what we had hoped for, which is this commission can really band together and use these meetings in also a more effective, productive way. So really appreciate all the enthusiasm. That is it for my president's report. We have the commissioner's comment. I'm going to open it up for public comment before moving on to the next item. Um, and of course, always invite the team if there's any comments you want to make. Uh, you also have the floor. So any public comment on this item, public members, thank you for staying on with us. Please dial star three or raise your WebEx hand or uh, team, if you want to raise your hand, uh, we can have you say anything you want. So open the floor for you. Yep. Um, brain fog for a minute. Um, I do see public comment. Frank, go ahead. Unmute. Hi, Frank. Thank you for another great, great meeting. I want to um, welcome Franco aboard, of course. I'm with the uh, Directors Guild of America, and we support everything you do, and the Directors Guild's looking forward, as is the Film Commission, to having, again, in-person get-togethers where we can invite the community, invite the filmmakers, invite the diversity of the Bay Area to get together in-person with beverages and in food and just tie everything together. Uh, as um, Patrick was saying earlier, for, there's so many great opportunities in San Francisco. It's not the most expensive place to shoot in, in, in the city, in the country. And we just have to get the word out there and bring these productions to town. I have heard from some producers from out of town that are interested in coming to the Bay Area. I'm going to be working with them the next uh, few week, weeks, and I'm excited about that as well. So thank you again for all your hard, hard work. Thank you so much, Film Commission and Commissioners, and I look forward to seeing you in person. All the very best. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate it and appreciate the DGA support and just education on also filming here and gathering together your community. Um, any other public comment? No other public comment. Okay, thank you. Public comment on this item is closed. Let's move on to item number seven. Item seven would be announcements and resource sharing. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, this is a moment for general commission to for commissioners to make general comment um, and share any resources and announcements. I do have an announcement. Um, Commissioner Rosenthal is excused today because she has resigned from the commission. Um, I know she would have joined us if she could for her last commission meeting, but she wasn't able to join. Um, but she did ask me to read this message from her. So Alex Rosenthal says, it is with mixed emotion that I have tendered my resignation from the commission. While I continue to feel strongly about the commission's mission, and I have loved my four years with you all, it's time for me to move on. I have so much admiration for 
um, the staff, you are in great hands with Mani's leadership. To my fellow commissioners, I have confidence that you'll continue to provide your diverse perspectives and forward thinking stewardship of our beloved city department. I wish you all the best, best Alex Rosenthal. So I'm definitely saddened by hearing this news from her and wanna just take a moment to deeply appreciate her service for the last four years on the commission. When Alex first joined uh, pre-lockdown, she did a lot of work behind the scenes to try to find a location for permanent production. That was like, I remember one of the first things um, she worked really hard to do. And then of course, lockdown happened. Um, we will miss her wisdom around thinking through processes, great attention to detail, and also being really curious about how to truly support productions with less of a bureaucratic process, you know, to favor the filmmakers. Um, we wish Alex success and positivity in her future endeavors. Um, so, yes, want to share that news. <sighs> Taking a breath, we have new, we have people leaving us, but that's all good. Um, just appreciate y'all. Um, any other commissioner comments on this item? Thank you, Commissioner Tyler. Can it be on anything or it has, it has it to could be, be on anything. Okay. Um, I wanted to mention, um, a documentary that's on, um, Showtime right now called stand and, uh, the executive director and the producer are. Uh, both from the Bay Area, uh, women, and it is a documentary on uh, Mahmoud Abdul Roth. He was a basketball prodigy whose career was cut short um, 20 years before Colin Kaepernick. Uh, Mahmoud decided not to stand for the uh, Star Spangled Banner, and he was um, penalized for that. This this documentary um, talks to all sorts of current players uh, and past, including Steph Curry and Shaquille and Coach Kerr. Um, there will be a screening of this documentary, which is it's very powerful. Um, again, it's called Stand, and it'll be at the Bayview Opera House on February 28th, and I'm going to MC and do a Q&A with the executive director, Sarah Allen, who is from Oakland, and she is the vice president of the Black Journalists, Bay Area Black Journalists Association. So um, I would invite anyone to come in and see this or um, view it on Showtime. Very powerful. I'm in, Carolyn. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate also your advocacy for the story that needs to be told and seen. Um, thank you so much, Commissioner Tyler. Um, yes, please, if there are uh, invitations, uh, let's definitely make sure we see them. And thank you for everybody's um, excitement and participation in that. Um, other commissioner announcements, comments? I don't see further comments. Okay, opening this item to public comment, any general public comment, uh, resources, announcements. And CDD. Go ahead, Didi. Didi Escobedo from the San Francisco, Northern California, SAG-AFTRA local. 
uh, in the spirit of uh, providing information about how uh, people are able to stay employed by the efforts of this film commission, I just want to share with you our January production report. Um, there were six commercials employing 11 principals and 41 extras, 47 of whom were members, SAG-AFTRA members. Two co-ed, uh, meaning corporate educational and non-broadcast videos, employing two principal performers, both of whom were members. One interactive video game, employing eight principals seven of whom were members, and there were four TV theatrical and new media productions employing 11 principals, 39 background for a total of 33 members. So that's how we started off the year. Wanted to thank you again for all your efforts and welcome forward to Franco Finn. It's lovely to see your presence on this commission. Thank you. Thank you, Didi. Thank you so much, Dee Dee, and really appreciate the labor in tracking the numbers and sharing them with us. Um, any other public comment for this item? Nope, that's that's our public. Thank you. So, public item, uh, public comment item on this is closed. Moving on to our next item, number eight. Item number eight is our general public comment. And yes, we thought we just had general comment. We have another one. So this is for general commissioner comment. Any other additional comment from the commissioners? Please raise your hand using the WebEx app or raise your hand and Zafani will call on you. I don't see commissioner comment. Thank you. Any other final public comment on this general public comment item? Please raise your hand or dial star three and Zafania will call on you. Well, I just wanted to add um, before we leave, just I know we've had a long meeting, but it's I've been very inspired by all of your comments and how you want to help our office and our priorities this year. And so just thank you. There's more to come, more work to do, but I'm really, really grateful to be in your company and and to have you all as mentors, supporters, and partners in this work. Thank you, Manije. It is our honor as well. Um, any other public comment? Many. Thank you so much. So public comment on this item is closed. Let us move on to our final item. And our final item is adjournment. Thank you so much. Asking for a motion to adjourn the meeting. Please raise your hands or your WebEx hand. Thank you. Commissioner Delorio, I see you. Motion to adjourn. Do I have a second? Everyone. Commissioner Beaumont. Beaumont on the second. Thank you so much. Is there any commissioner comment on adjourning? Uh, no. Nope. I think Jim is ready to go to his yeah. 700. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Any, any public comment on adjourning? Please dial star three or raise your WebEx hand. No public comment. 
Thank you so much. So all in favor, please raise your hands. Zafania will take a vote or raise your WebEx hand. I see unanimous. However, let me check once more, Commissioner Rubin. Yes. And I don't think I'm going to get a response. We'll make that an abstention for Commissioner Rubin. Commissioners and guests, thank you so much for a really vibrant February meeting. We did a lot today. Um, so please do take care of yourselves. Go watch, go, go out there, watch films, be with community, and um, please take care of yourselves. To next month, be in person and hearing each other's stories in person. We'll see you next time. Take good care. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Thank you, too. Appreciate all your labor. Bye.